I'm George Faust. I'm Karaski Melvin. And this is Inside Cajun Nation. KLFY and the University of Louisiana at Lafayette present Inside Cajun Nation. Hi, hello, and welcome to Cajun Nation. I'm Jalen Cavalier. Raging Cajun football needs one win to become eligible, facing ULM Saturday afternoon on senior night. As you can see there, Neil Johnson, one of the seniors participating. Cajun's already up 7-0. Warhawks quarterback Jaihao Wright keeps and takes it, takes off into the end zone. Warhawks tie the game at 7. Next possession, Zylan Perry takes the handoff into the end zone to give the Cajuns the lead. And after forcing a Warhawk punt, Cajuns add a Kenny Almaderas field goal to put them up 17-7 in the second quarter. Then right before half is Jacob Cabote who takes the handoff. He takes it into the end zone for the touchdown. The referees say Cabote broke the plane before fumbling it to make it a 24-14 game. It was all Cajuns from that point on as Louisiana goes on to win 52-21. Now, the Cajuns snapped a three-game losing streak by defeating the Warhawks 52-21. Gaining bowl eligibility on senior night was a night to remember for Chandler Fields and Neil Johnson. Well, I told the guys we do a little walkthrough before we come to, before we come here at the hotel, and I was like, I want to score every offensive possession we have. And I think we did that all except one, and it was the fumble. So I think we did our job as an offense. I love the way I ended the uh, this season off. You know, it's my last one out there on Cajun Field. I feel like I just um, – I wouldn't say I had to do it, but it was kind of something that was overdue. You know what I'm saying? I had to go out there and go a little crazy on the last time on Cajun Field. The Cajuns went six for six in the red zone with both the field's passing touchdowns going to Johnson. Head coach Michael Desimo says this win is memorable for his players and Cajun Nation. I mean, how do you not send them out with a win? You know, Cajun Field, where I've personally had so many great memories there and things that I'm proud of and gotten to be a part of. Um, you know, to the beginning of a new stadium and all those things. I mean, it just, uh, you know, it, it, it didn't feel like another game. It felt like a little bit more than that to me. And, um, you know, luckily our staff feels the same way. They, they kind of mirror my feeling. Our players felt the same way. Um, and I'm grateful for that. Cajuns clinch a sixth straight bowl appearance. Coming up, Cajun Field will have a new name in 2025. Find out what it is after the break. portion of Cajun Nation is brought to you by Lafayette Coca-Cola Bottling. Welcome back to Inside Cajun Nation. A huge renovation project will start on December 11th as Cajun Field gets a major facelift. Louisiana Athletics announced its $65 million project to renovate the west side of the football stadium, the most significant improvement to the facility since its inception in 1971. The renovation is expected to be completed before the 2025 season. The Our Lady of Lords Stadium West Upper Deck and Lower Bowl will, completely, will be completely revitalized with the total capacity of more than 30,000. The new structure will span from the 15-yard line to the 15-yard line and boast a new concourse with modernized concession areas, numerous stations for food and beverage vendors, grab-and-go stations, and a new lower west bowl that will include five sections of chairback seats along with benchback seats to ensure a first-class experience for all fans attending our games. You can just kind of feel the excitement with everyone involved in it to know that this is home and that we get to be a part of something really special um, and we understand the 
commitment that's going into making this thing happen. So for us, it's just it's, there's a lot of things that make it special. The new West Side will feature 34 suites, 40 lodge boxes, 524 club seats, an indoor club, five new chairback sections in the lower West Bowl, and enhanced amenities. High school baseball, the Raging Cajuns picked up an outfielder from Opelousas Catholic. Mark Collins inked his intentions to play for the Raging Cajuns next season. Collins said UL is where he always wanted to be playing. It was my first option, but you know, that's where I wanted to go. It's, it's so close to home, and uh, I mean, it's, it's a great program. Uh, a rich history of winning, so I expect to win a lot. Um, you know, whether that means that I'm playing or not, any way that I can contribute, I will. Uh, but I mean, I, I expect to, to make it to Omaha. UL Baseball. Baseball will open its season with a three-game set against Wright State at the Teague starting February 16th. Louisiana will head to Houston in March to play Vandy, LSU, and Houston in the Astros Foundation Classic. Sunbelt play begins March 15th at Arkansas State. The Sunbelt Conference home opener is March 22nd at Old Dominion. Louisiana will also host 10 midweek games during the 2024 season. The Cajuns finished 41-24 and, and made the NCAA Regionals in its 18th season. Softball schedules are also out. Coach Gary Glasgow's squad will host the 38th annual Louisiana Classics February 8th through 11th, featuring teams like California, New Mexico, and Chattanooga. The Cajuns will face other non-conference teams like LSU, Stanford, and three-time defending champion Oklahoma. Louisiana will open Sunbelt play on the road in March at South Alabama. The Sunbelt Conference home opener will be a week later against Coastal Carolina. Same weekend, the baseball team will host Old Dominion in their conference opener. The Cajuns are defending Sunbelt regular season and tournament champions, reaching the Super Regional round last year. We have both schedules on our website, klfy.com. Still to come, News 10 Sports Director George Faust sits down with Crew Alone's director, John Akins, after the break. Welcome back to Inside Cajun Nation, everybody. George Faust here, as always, joined by John Aiken. He's the president of Crew Alons. And now, what is that? It's a, it's a new <laughs> initiative that's yeah. happening for the Raging Cajuns, and you've yep. taken it over. Yeah. So Crew Alons is the NIL collective for University of Louisiana Athletics. Uh, what does that mean? That's the name, image, and likeness space that we're now in. Um, so our collective operates to raise funding create experiences, create events uh, to support the monetization of the name, image, and likeness of our student athletes. Yeah, it's, it's, it's really cool. Y'all held, held an event um, this past week, and it was, it was very successful. I had a yeah. chance to, to be out there. Um, is it, was it as successful from your aspect as it was from, from a viewer's aspect? Yeah, I thought for several reasons, you know, being the first event of the crew, you want to have a great first impression, and I thought we really did that. I thought uh, the venue was incredible. You know, the Doubletree did a great job of dressing it up. It looked great. We had the cheer there. The basketball players were in tuxedos. They did an unbelievable job. Uh, this was my, I guess, my sixth event that I've ran uh, sure. through the years. Coach Marlin's players were by far the most engaging of any of the groups I've had. Uh, just really good. Um, 
we had 16 live auction items that turned into 18. We doubled a bunch of them. So I mean, I don't know what the total number is, but it's into the six figures and we raised a bunch of money and yes. we had a really good time. Wayne Toops was there. Obviously he does a great job. Uh, and so it created a really, really good vibe and atmosphere. And I've gotten so many compliments. This was a starting point. You know, this right. is kind of the jumping off, the launching of uh, getting the the crew out there, the collective, it was like a grand opening, yeah, you sure. know? And so now we can really launch from that event into some other things. Yeah, it, and it, it was, it, there was a lot of uh, a lot of buzz surrounding, a lot of excitement, and it didn't hurt that the Cajun basketball team went to the uh, NCAA tournament a year ago. Yeah. And I had a chance to talk to Coach Marlin uh, at the event, and he was telling me, I, you know, I kind of asked him a little bit about uh, what is it about this year's team you like, because, and he said, you know, last year's team was really connected. They had a great mm. chemistry. Uh, this year's team, it, they ha they kind of have that as well. Yeah. And uh, you, I think when you talk about the players being being engaging, I think that's part of the reason they they just like each other yeah. in general. Yeah. And uh, and that reflected in, in Absolutely. the event. Absolutely. So so you're no stranger to basketball, no. right? I mean, no. your background. Let's get into that a little bit. Sure. Uh, you're you're a coach. You're you're, you're a hoop guy. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Talk about it. Where, where'd you come from? What 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 made you settle on uh, Lafayette and the Cajuns here? Yeah. So, for the last five years, I've been that school over out west, uh, down I-10, just a little bit at McNeese. Uh, last couple is the head coach. And in March, they decided to go a different direction. Um, understandably so, we hadn't won quite enough and they brought in a guy that uh, can get some excitement going and Will Wade. And so when that happened, uh, I was trying to figure out what I was gonna do. You know, I've coached for 15 years and you know this following coaches. When sure. you coach, guess what? Your family moves a whole lot. Yeah. And I have a 13 year old daughter who's in eighth grade She's been in six different schools already. And so for me, you know, she had just been named student council president. She was gonna be a cheer captain. I didn't feel like it was the right time to move and try to go chase a job in a different part of the country. Sure. Uh, and so I tried to figure out what I could do to stay located in Lake Charles or, or close. Yeah. Um, and so I had this idea to raise money through the events that I had done at McNeese. I'd done these big events like we did this week. Yeah. Um, and so I hit up Coach Marlin and Coach Ladner at Southern Miss. And they both signed up quickly. They're like, yeah, we got to do it for NIL. Let's do it. Transition to start really working with Dr. Maggart and Coach Marlin here. And that's where the collective idea, the crew, became gotcha. a real vision. Gotcha. Um, and so, yeah. The neat thing about this NIL stuff, George, it's really recruiting. It's relationship building. Obviously, it's fundraising. But I get to spend so much time with different players like we're gonna have an event this week with the football team mm -hmm. uh, at Drago's. And I get to like be on the phone with those guys and find out what they're doing, talk to their families. Uh, and so it's really f met me in some of that coaching role, yeah, you sure. know? And I think I'm the only coach in America that's running an NIL collective. <laughs> Which is crazy now, right? That that's, that's a legal thing that can happen in the NCAA. I know, I know. <laughs> right. I know. So, well, look, don't go away. We're going to come back. We're going to talk some more. Uh, John Aikens is joining us. Aiken is joining us, and uh, he's going to chat more about what's the future look like. Uh, because this is the, like Coach Marlin told me uh, the other night, this this is the future of mm -hmm. college athletics. Yeah. So we're gonna check in on that and see what see what see what else you have planned <laughs> up your sleeve there. We'll do that in, a, in 90 seconds. Don't go away. More inside Cajun Nation after this.
Welcome back to Inside Cajun Nation. Still talking with John Aiken, and uh, he's with the, he's the president of Crew Alain, and uh, and that is the NIL initiative for the University of Louisiana. And co coach, he's a coach. He coached at McNeese uh, for uh, for a while. How many years were you at McNeese? Five years. Five years as yeah. the head coach at, uh, for the basketball program there. So it's pretty fitting that the first, the major launching off point was a basketball event. That, yeah. uh, that yeah. makes sense. But uh, there, there's going to be a ton more. You, you you're from every uh, indication. Everybody's talked to me about you. They're, they're like, oh, he's on the, he's hitting the ground running. He's, like, you know, we're we're rolling, we're rolling. So you have a lot on your plate. What's the What's the future look like? What, I know this uh, this week you also had the you had the th event at Drago's, but uh, the, what's ahead of that? Yeah. Or after that? Yeah, absolutely. So with the event that we had this week for basketball, um, I mean, I told Dr. Maggart, the athletic director at UL, and uh, some others, I said, look, as soon as this basketball event's over, what's next? We got to be thinking about what are we doing next? For what sport? Who are we trying to engage? Um, and so I think what we'll probably end up doing is something with football. Um, that will coincide with the end of their year. Uh, we're going to have some conversations this week coming up, uh, Monday, Tuesday, about what that needs to look like, how we need to build that, uh, try to maybe partner that around the end of the season uh, banquet potentially. Um, so that's something we're looking at. But, yeah, absolutely, we've got to do something for football because they've got a couple guys that there's going to be some needs for. Um, and then the thing that we're doing really next week, we're rolling out. We have, I have a committee. Uh, a board advisory board, yeah, sure. I guess you could call it. Right. Um, names that you may be familiar with: Jace Conrad played baseball here, mm -hmm. Andre Huval, Hollis Conway, who was a, a track guy, um, William Kellner, Ken Judy. Some of those guys are going to uh, Ben Berth a lot with Lafayette Travel, Ben Boydoin. Yep. And so we're having our first advisory board meeting on Wednesday, Wednesday of next week to roll out. What do we want to do next? How are we going to engage a wide swath of people uh, with this basketball event? I had a separate committee that was just basketball focused, and then we built this board that has more, it's touch, gonna touch all the sports. Um, and yeah, so now my thought is how do we drive it for somebody else? And then eventually, how do we grow a whole athletic department event? What does that look like? Right, well, what's interesting to me is, is so now, you know, golf is, uh, is like, do, does do what you do include like the golf realm, the tennis realm, Anything, all yeah. that. You're, you're, so not only are football players, I mean, obviously football's the kind of the, the bell cow, but there's other sports that you can kind of, you know, hey, you can also attract some other some athletes because of this. And that's the next thing I want to ask you. Mm -hmm. um, how is it when you, when you, like, it helps out the athlete? I mean, is this a good recruiting tool, I guess, is what I'm getting at. Yeah, I think, I think, as it grows, especially at the P5 schools, yeah. I think they're using it and recruiting a lot more, um, which technically it's, you're not allowed to, and you're, you can't induce, you can't use it as a recruiting tool. Um, my goal, my vision is to have such a robust, well-known, well-executed collective experience, like the event last night. Sure. You know, that when student athletes come on campus as recruits, they hear about these events that oh, the collective has done. You got to hear what we yeah. did last yeah. week, you know, they or see, last month. They last see week. pictures, they see videos, and right. they see the engagement that the collective is having. Um, that we're getting every week, we get student athletes doing something. They're out in the community. We're doing things with them, and so now that becomes the recruiting piece of it. It's a it's a known thing. It almost sells itself. Right. You right, know. Right, gotcha. Um, the retention part is to me the biggest driver right now because we're at the end of the day we're behind. I mean, this has been something that was rolled out 
over two years ago, sure. and we're just now getting ours off the ground. And so we've got a lot of hard soil to dig up and get going. Um, but yeah, I mean, to your point, I got a call from a guy in Lake Charles um, who's got a girl on the track team that he wants to try to support. Mm. He called me and said, hey, do you think you could do something for NIL with this girl? I said, absolutely. I mean, yeah, just let me know. And uh, if you're willing to put some money behind it, I'd be more than happy to do it. And so that's the cool thing. The neat right. thing is we can touch different uh, student athletes, different sports, cheer. We could do something with it, with the cheer program, oh, you wow. know. So um, there's a lot of avenues we could go. And I want to try to do something for all teams. Obviously, your big sport, your, your major sports, um, your football, your basketball, your baseball, softball. At the end of the day, softball has a chance to be a national championship yeah. program here, you know. And so... Um, it's it, it's softball has always been since I've been here and I've been here a, a good while, uh, more than two decades. Yep. Uh, but softball has been the the one constant at the at the University of Louisiana that has always competed for a national championship. Absolutely. Absolutely. Always, like, Absolutely. Never, never have they not been in the conversation of, hey, we're going to Oklahoma City. Yep. So uh, that's definitely a. a, a, a a program that people get behind, especially. Yeah. I mean, if you go to a game Dude. on a Tuesday afternoon at Lampson Park, it's packed. Dude, I went to, I just, <laughs> I was, so Lance Stutz, who played baseball here, is a good friend of mine. He's got a daughter who's a freshman. And I, we had a committee meeting for my basketball event at, at the Cajun Dome. And I was like, I'll just go over to softball. They're playing LSU Eunice. It's a fall game. I'll just be able to get a seat. There's probably going to be like 10 <laughs> right. people in the stands. I'll just sit next to Lance. Yeah. I had to park at Cajun Fields to walk to the <laughs> softball stadium. It was unbelievable. Right, they yeah. probably had 1,500 people there for a, yeah. a fall game against a JUCO. Yeah. I, it was just, I was blown away. Yeah. I was blown yeah. away. The, 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 the level of pride that the oh, softball man. program has is no doubt it's, yeah. it's up there. Yeah. Um, and they, they consistently deliver, so it, it doesn't go away. Yeah. And they do, Coach Glasgow does a great job of just keeping the, keeping the talent rolling. Yeah. Um, so is there anything else that, that, that people need to know? How can they be a part of this? Yeah. Uh, because uh, that's, that's how it happens, right? You, Absolutely. Need, you need people to uh, take part and, and, and pick up, uh, pick up the, uh, the tab, so to speak. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. <laughs> so a variety of ways. Yeah, sure. You know, obviously with these events that we have, uh, like last night, we had 50 different table sponsors, um, people that gave sign auction items, live auction items, the bidders. That was a great way to get involved without a real heavy ask, where I'm not going and asking somebody for a $10,000 check. Correct. You know, there's a couple people last night, or uh, this week at the event, yeah. that spent ten, fifteen thousand dollars $15,000 without us having to go and have a direct ask. You know, and so that was a cool way to get that type of money into the collective. Uh, we do have traditional online giving, where you can go onto our website, which is www.crew. Allah, and that's like a Mardi Gras crew, K-R-E-W-E-A-L-L-O-N-S.com. You can go on there. We got different levels. We got six different levels as part of the crew. And they're themed just like a Mardi Gras crew. Like we have a king of the crew. We've got a, a rider member of the crew. We got a social member of the crew. We got a walking member of the crew. Um, I really wanted it to fit this culture. Good stuff. So give us the website one more time. www.crewallah, and I'll spell it out, K-R-E-W-E. A-L-L-O-N-S dot com. All right. Good stuff. John, thanks so much for your time. Thank you, man. I really appreciate being on here. I used to be on a show called Pogue Nation. I like the red <laughs> the, and black Cajun the, the Nation a little Cajun bit better. Cajun Nation <laughs> rolls, rolls a little better off the top. I like it. 
All right, good stuff. Well, thanks so much for being here. We appreciate it. That's going to do it for this week's edition of Inside Cajun Nation. We'll see you next time right here on Inside Cajun Nation.